Hello, fight fans. Welcome to the newest episode of the MMA Dream. I'm today's host, Mason, and I'm going to be joined by my good friends, James, Logan, and Oscar. And today we got a bit of an interesting episode. It is our first podcast coming into a fight night weekend, and we got Sean Strickland and Jack Hermanson in the main event. One really big personality in Sean Strickland and a really good grappler in Jack Hermanson. What, what do you guys think of this fight? Man, we got a striker versus a grappler right here. Classic, you know. You know, it's gonna. I feel like it's gonna be a more of a firefight type of fight. You know, I don't know if if Jack's really gonna want to go to the ground as much as he thinks he's gonna be able to. Because I'm Sean Strickland's pretty darn good on the ground. Oh, hundred percent. He, you know, he 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 kind of got punked by that uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu master. I don't know if you guys saw that video, but uh. You know, it was a bigger guy that he was going up against, but he was all like shorter than him. But he kind of got a, uh, kind of got worked a little bit. I'm not gonna lie, but I still have faith in Sean, so I'm gonna go with Sean in this fight just for the pure fact because he's I, he's like what he's lost one fight, two fights. I don't even think he's. I think one fight. I could be wrong. Oh, he's though. lost. He's lost three fights. He's 24, three and one. But oh, yeah. dude, Wait, he's. Fun fact: All of Sean Strickland's losses are at welterweight. He's never lost it, no way. Oh, dude, then yeah, I think he's he, he dude, he's up and coming. I think he could he could, you know, make a case for beating I think he's better than a lot of the guys in the top five right now. And man, he's just not fighting wise, personality he's just different, dude. Like uh, there's something about the guy that just makes him more entertaining to watch. Like he doesn't even have the most like ridiculous fighting style or anything like that but dude he just he's obviously entertaining to watch but like he's just he's fucking crazy there's nothing else yeah, to it he is yeah dude he is a he's a loose cannon and i think this fight is gonna go his way and only his way uh, I, see, I see it being a – I see unanimous decision, decision, Sean Strickland. I think he's going to stuff Jack Hermanson's takedown attempts. I think Jack Hermanson will get him to the ground at some point, but he's not going to do a lot of damage or put him in a submission. I see mm-hmm. Sean Strickland grinding it out, getting the unanimous decision. And it's crazy because I like Jack Hermanson. I think he's – Oh, 100%. I don't think anybody doesn't like Jack Hermanson, but, you know, he – he also is coming off of a wrestling loss to, you know, uh, the Kamzat. evil Khabib and Kamzat Chimaev. But, you know, he's just – I feel like he's a completely different animal than Jack Hermanson. And, yeah, so. I agree 100%. Any more thoughts on the main event this weekend before we get into our next four weight classes, pick up where we left off last episode? I know yeah. I'm going – I'm going Sean Strickland this fight for yeah, sure. I'm going Sean Strickland. I'm, I'm going to be the odd one out and go Hermanson. I James think. just got to be different, man. Yeah, I mean, I cause it, it like don't get me wrong. Sean Strickland is a, is a very good he's a very. I mean, he hasn't lost at middleweight, and like I honestly see him like a Kevin Holland that has a better ground game. But at the same time, if Hermanson can bring him to the ground. Uh, I don't know how Sean's going to react against somebody as as good of a submission artist as Hermanson um, is. So I got to go with Hermanson. I'm picking him for the upset. So right now we okay. have three Strickland, one Hermanson, and that is the MM, MMA Dream podcast picks. And we okay. will find out which side is correct on Saturday. Will Will James the odd one out be right or? We will also we will also be posting our records for each one of our uh, each one of the members of the podcast team here. We're all going to, we're going to be posting our records after every fight card, so we're going to try and keep mm-hmm. track of how positive or how negative our records get in the future. Yes, sir. All right. Well, now let's move on to our next topic. I'm excited to talk about this weight class. A lot of going on. A lot going on here at welterweight. What do you? What? What are your guys' thoughts on the state of the welterweight division right now? We have a lot of up and comers, a lot of contenders right now. A champion who's almost lapped the division. Uh, he's coming for a second lap. Mm-hmm. And pros- possibly the biggest up and comer in all the sport, Hamzat Shemaev, yeah. making headlines every time he steps out there. Did you know, uh, James, I don't know if, White Ma- if Mason told you this, but 
a single one of Hamzat Chamayev's like cards out of like 249 are going for like close to $5,000. Yeah, he did tell me that. And for good reason. reason. That's how much hype this this guy has going for him. He's going to run through the division within the next two years, and I am excited to see it. Well, I mean, they were just talking about him and Gilbert Burns, right? Mm-hmm. Did that get, like, scratched? or I know they never, like, booked it, but I don't know if they, like, ever um... – mm-hmm. I don't know, but that would definitely fuck some things up in the division because that's the 11th-ranked welterweight and the second-ranked welterweight. So that's a – Pretty, pretty, pretty decent jump between uh, rankings right there. Yeah. yeah. Good opportunity for Hamzat Shemaev to hop up in these rankings, get up, get that title mm-hmm. shot, and give us the fight. I'm... Is he really ranked number five? No, he's ranked No, Hamzat's 11. He's 11. Gilbert Gilbert's number, number four. Or yeah. Gilbert's number two. Bel- <laughs> Vicente Luque is number four. If that, if that fight happens, how do we see it going? Dude. Uh, Boy, I don't see. Jeez, I almost said Wonder Boy. Uh, <laughs> uh, you're talking about uh, Hamza and uh, Gilbert. Yeah, if it, if the fight materializes, how do we see that? How do we how do we all see that work now? Oh, I'm I did, I just it's I a just really tough call. I don't see anyone, bro. Hamza's been touched how many times in his first four UFC fights? Like less than five times. Yeah. Something like I, that. Do you know how like insane of a stat that is? It's not even guys as dominant as Khabib and Usman have done no. done that. They've been but like, Usman's been dropped. Khabib's, I mean, Khabib's very little, but he's he's shown that he's been hurt before and hit with strikes. Like Michael Johnson hit him with a big strike. Alec Quinta landed shots on him. This guy's not Justin even getting shots landed on him. Yeah, Justin Gaethje had some mean leg kicks on him, but. Hamza's not, and he's not fighting those caliber guys yet. Still fighting really solid fighters like Gerald Mearshart and uh, Lee Jing Lang. Lang. Two very good fighters, but I mean, that's a big jump in skill to fight Gilbert Burns, and that's a fight I really want to see. And I know a lot of fans do too. And the scary thing is, Hamza has knockout power when he quitters. He's got everything. He's the I, he's gonna be champ. I I I'm I'm calling a hot take. I was save I saved it last episode. I'm gonna say it this episode. I think Hamzat's gonna be champ within the next two years. And I'm like I'm on I, the same train. I did I I think he's going to absolutely torch this entire division and just run through everybody. I got two. I got a pretty hot take. Not not even regarding Hamzat Shumayev. I. I'm looking at Vincente Luque, his last few performances, and I see, mm-hmm. like, a really well-rounded fighter that I think, out of all the guys, other aside from Colby Covington, has the best shot at beating Usman. And I, going into that fight, if, if Vincente Luque can keep the momentum going up in and get a title shot, I, I'm taking Vincente Luque. Mm. Vincente, dude, he's good. He's good. I he he fight his last fight. Was it Michael Chiesa? Michael Chiesa, and he tapped him out. Yeah, dude. He but tapped it's out scary. one of the best grapplers in that it's division. It's scary with Vicente too, because he can strike and he can wrestle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think honestly, I think if they don't book a Gilbert Burns and Hamza, they go to a Gilbert Burns and Vicente because I feel like that makes the most sense. I hear James agreeing with me. James, what what are your thoughts on Luke? I think Luke is up next for a title shot after Leon. If Leon Edwards fights, which I think they're working on, um, I mean, I don't know who else in the division because you look at number. Colby just got his shot, so he's at least got to win one before he goes back. Or I mean, at this point, he's lost twice, you know. So I think he has to win two or three to get back there. I'd agree. Um, Gilbert Burns, Gilbert Burns, he's not, I, I don't know because was his last fight Usman? No, his last fight, yeah. His last fight was Stephen Thompson. Oh, I'm yeah, not, yeah, yeah, on that Connor card. Yeah, 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 in the summer. So, I mean, I don't, I don't think he's gonna get uh, get a shot at Usman again just off a win off of Wonder Boy in the summer. So, mm-hmm. I don't think that's gonna be up next. And Leon Edwards is the only guy ahead of Vicente. I mean, if Vicente beats Bilal Muhammad, then yeah, I don't see who else can deserves a shot at Usman. And Vicente I mean, has shown in every aspect of his game that. I mean, he's a well-rounded fight, a well-rounded fighter, and 
I, I think he brings a lot of problems for Usman that I don't think he's faced anybody like him yet. Uh, no, okay. We have a problem. What's, What's the, problem? the problem? What is that problem? He hasn't fought anybody in the top ranks. And that's why I said if he – wait, but you were talking Vincente Luque still, right? Yeah. I don't think he's faced enough of the top opponents in welterweight. Yeah, I got to agree with Oscar on this. I think the fight – I mean, me, who has he really beat other than Michael Chiesa? That I agree. I, I think the fight to make other since than he's Michael four. Oh, he, yeah. he beat Tyron Woodley. That's right. He did. He Tyron was. I no. Listen, I agree. Now he shouldn't get a t- title shot right away. But I'm saying he's got also got a win over Bilal Muhammad, um, a few years back. But I think, I, like I said, it's if he keeps that momentum rolling and gets I mean, another yeah. win a few more against fights, a top ranked more opponent. Because, dude, like, like I was saying earlier, Us- Usman's almost lapped the. Div- he's getting ready to lap the division yeah. twice. The thing with Usman yeah. though is that he has looked beatable in his last two fights, not or not his last three fights except for the one against Jorge. He got dropped in the Gilbert Burns fight. He he he, was, he got dropped before Gilbert got dropped, and the same thing in Colby. Like he's got he got rocked yeah. in the second fight with yeah. Colby. He like he has looked he has looked like not invincible. You know what I mean? Like he's had yeah. points where he's looked like he can. You know he can end up losing this thing. Do I think well, he will? No, but dude, I agree with Logan. I, I think, think Vicente Luque is the best double is the best dual threat in that division right now, besides Hamza, or at least the best dual threat in the top five. I'm gonna I'm gonna say going back to what Logan said about Hamza and him just running through the division without breaking a sweat, pretty much. I don't think Hamza can beat Usman. I don't think so. That I mean, is a ridiculous fight right there. Yeah, From is, what we'll, we've we'll seen. Wait and see. We have to wait. Yeah, we I mean, all have to wait and see. They Even are right so now. similar in fighting style. Like not they like, are but yep. Dude, they I think they're pretty equal in punch power, even though we've only seen Hamza throw like three punches his entire time he's been with the UFC. But I mean dude, before before we get too focused in on welterweight. Let's let's. I want. I had a. I have really interesting for the weight class that I think we should end it off with. A lot of people think Leon Edwards deserved the, the title shot, and I myself am not one of those people. Uh, I think you need recent results against highly ranked opponents, mm-hmm. and I know Leon. I'm not saying Leon Edwards hasn't had a tough run, and I get Usman's almost fought everybody, so there's not much left for him, and the rematch makes sense, but. I don't agree that Nate Diaz warrants a title shot. Yeah, what are you guys? I can't thoughts? say I can't say it does either. And especially since he got um, was it a no contest against Bilal Muhammad? Yeah. yeah, I don't think that warrants a title fight. But then again, there's yeah. nobody else for Usman to go in to run into except for Vicente. Yeah, yeah. And it, it, it is tough to say because I agree. Leon Edwards definitely has had a tough run. Like he's had to. Else is pulled out. They can't find him a fight. They can't get something booked. Uh, no contest yeah, at against this point, Bilal Muhammad. He's had a rough run, but I still think you need recent results against highly ranked opponents in order to get a title shot. And mm-hmm. Nate Diaz, legend, one of the best, better f- lightweights of all time. I don't think a win over Nate Diaz just gives you a shot at Usman. Mm-mm. I can't say it does. What what are your thoughts, James? Very, it's definitely a unique situation because if you look at his record and you look at the fighters that he's fought, um, a couple of years like he has a, I guess you could say, not in calendar recency, but in fight recency, he has a win over Donald Cerrone, who at the time was a big win. Even RDA was a big win. Oh yeah, him and beat oh, him. Oh, RDA was killing it. But now he only has a win against Nate Diaz, which, by the way, mopped the floor with Nate Diaz. But that was, you know, a lot of that light was taken away because Diaz landed that, I mean, nasty, nasty Perfect in the fifth round. Uh, but at the same time, I, I don't know who else you give it to besides Leon because he has the win streak. And then, like we were talking about with Vicente, there's just everybody ahead of him has had a shot. 
and still has to make their go around. They have fight books or, you know, stuff like that. So I think, does he deserve it? Like, I say he deserves it. I say he deserves it just for the win streak. But I can definitely understand the other side of the argument, like like where you're coming from, Mason, that he doesn't have like recent wins against good fighters, high ranked opponents. Yeah. So, but I think I think if it's any other like circumstance, I don't think he deserves his title shot. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah, and I can agree with say the same thing. Like, there's points on the other side that make sense. Like from a business standpoint, his last loss is to Kamaru Usman. that is his last one that's a rematch and like like we've all said Usman's getting ready to lap this division again but still like you personally I believe you need those results and I mean we'll see what's coming gonna come to happen the fight still hasn't been announced there's still contenders in welterweight and it's it's an interesting time in welterweight but an even more interesting time in the weight class that's going to be headlining the next pay-per-view with possibly the biggest star in the sport right now, Israel Adesanya. And I think easily the, the second best middleweight in the world by far, Robert Whitaker. I want to get straight into it. I know we all have feelings on this fight. What are what do we think? I am taking Israel Adesanya. I don't no, see him. about it. I am. I don't see anybody in this division even coming close to beating him. And that's the thing. He's not old either. He's still young. And it's it's he could be champ for the next three, four years. I, I, I still young really with over 100. But I, I think Robert Whitaker, I mean, he did get knocked out his last fight and didn't look against Izzy and didn't look great, but he's been more active less injured he's looking great he's got better like he's i don't think he's going to necessarily use it against izzy but even his wrestling he showed he's worked a lot on it he was using it against darren till in their fight he used it a lot against kelvin gaslam too he's a a really good ground guy yeah kelvin gaslam's a outstanding wrestler and i think i i think is israel adesanya by unanimous decision is my pick but I think Robert Whitaker is in a similar situation to Colby Covington, where he's mm-hmm. one of the best in the division, one of them. And uh, he's a pound-for-pound <clears throat> list type of fighter and could be on that list, but he's just got that one guy he can't get over the hump. I was, I was talking about this with James earlier, and I was, I was saying that I think the gap between Colby and Usman is closer – than the gap between Robert Whitaker and Israel Adesanya. Because when was the besides not looking at the fight against Jan Blahovich because he went up to light heavyweight, but look at all of Israel's middleweight fights. Has there ever been a moment where he's looked touchable? I think the only fight you could say he's looked completely Kelvin like Gaslam. touchable is against Kelvin, Kelvin Gaslam, and Kelvin Gaslam is ranked number ten. So I don't think he's going to be getting another title shot very yeah. anytime soon. And I agree, like, I agree. Izzy has just looked levels above everybody he's fought since, like, since he started. It's it's just insane. I agree with everything, but we cannot discredit Robert Whitaker. He's At one all. of the greatest middleweights of all time, and he's a smart enough fighter to come in with a completely different game plan than mm-hmm. his first fight. He's going to make adjustments. He's going to make changes. This is going to be a completely different fight than the first one. Yeah. And, and Robert Whitaker, he can, uh, he can come through adversity. In both of his, in his Yoel Romero fights, he got hit with big shots and yeah. even got knocked down, I think, I'm, if I'm remembering correctly, twice the second time they fought against Yoel Romero, who's another one of the best middleweights of all time. He still found a way to win. Like Robert Whitaker can dig deep if he needs to. I just don't uh, – like you said, like I think the skill gap between the two is a l- little bit bigger than it is for Usman and Colby. But I think Robert Whitaker's capable of being on that top 15 pound for pound. We got one of his fans in the, in the podcast right now. I, I know you don't like what we've all been saying, James. What, what, who are you picking this fight? Uh, I think you guys know that I got to go with Robert Whitaker, the reaper. I. I think that it was a bad loss to Izzy last time. It was a very bad loss. But even he has come out and said 
that I mean, you look at him in the cage before the fight. You know, he's doing things he usually doesn't do before fights. He's trying to like hype himself up, trying to get himself. In, you know, he's not and he wasn't in the right mindset. He was psyching himself up too much, and he wants this one back bad. I mean, you just go back to last time he lost to Wonder Boy in 2014. After that, he went on two. Like a nine fight win streak, beat Yo- Yoel Romero twice, beat Jacare Souza, beat Derek Brunson. And then after losing to Izzy, he lost, to, he beat Derek, Jerry Cannonier, and Calvin Gastelum. Yeah. And I mean, some people may say that the middleweight division isn't as stacked as others and stuff like that, especially with Gastelum, who has, you know, struggled over those last couple of fights. But Robert Whitaker. Robert Whitaker is the real deal. And like you guys had credited for him. He's one of the greatest middleweights of all time. So I don't think it's going to be the same fight that played out last time. I think that he's going to take, I think he's going to take a lot of what Jan did. And, um, and, and granted when Izzy was fighting Jan, it was up a weight division. Um, do I think he's going to control Izzy on the ground like Jan? Maybe not. I think he's going to mix in a lot more striking with it, a lot more technical this time instead of, uh, instead of, you know, the first fight. So, honestly, dude, I, I'm taking I'm taking Whitaker with a third-round knockout. That's how I'm going. Ooh, now, that is a yeah. hot take. Do not get it. It feels it like it's 90 degrees it, in here. Holy shit. We cannot <laughs> get it twisted. Izzy is by far better than anyone in that weight class. No. Yeah, I think he just... Too many steps ahead of Whitaker, and I don't see Whitaker beating Izzy ever in his career. Like it just Izzy is too far. If Jan couldn't finish him or put out Israel, there's no chance Whitaker. Izzy absolutely no chance. And I I think Whitaker's levels of numbers number fifteen on the rankings. But dude, Uh, that just shows how crazy. He hasn't looked beatable. Like, there's no point in any of his no, last fights. Where I he's wouldn't beatable. Except Jan. His his fight, except yeah. the fight against Kelvin Gaslam, where he would they, that was one of the best fights I've ever seen. Kelvin Gaslam got dropped like four times, but still, like, Izzy against Costa looked untouchable against Costa. Izzy against Vittori looked untouchable against Vittori. His fight and, against Derek Brunson was embarrassing. His fight, his championship fight against Robert Whitaker was embarrassing. Embarrassing. And I, I'm going. And I'm, dude, he didn't even look in danger against his fight against Jan. He never looked like he was in trouble, other than also, obviously him just Jan being pinned down to the ground. Jan really didn't damage Izzy at all during the fight. I don't think that was Jan's game plan. I think Jan's game plan was to keep him on his toes with the striking and shoot for the takedown when available, and that's what he did. I don't think he was going out there to try to finish Izzy like that. Because technically yeah. he wasn't going to. Like, that, like he wasn't going to be able to. And Jan, Jan's I mean, un- we're talking about Jan who has serious power. And yeah, but for Jan him to prove a point to everyone, and especially a middleweight coming up to his weight class, he wants to put Izzy out. Yes, but also no one's beat Izzy. Beating Izzy, or before him, no one. Had... So yeah. beating him alone would have been that statement. A hundred percent. Yeah. Like, and at the end of the day, like, I mean, that's it, though, it doesn't no matter one how really you talks win, it about it. And you get that, win. that fight is has been forgotten. Yeah, but also but, at the same time, I think, like, I think like people also don't talk about Izzy as like that Connor status, that DC status, that like transcendent, like two, like, you know, double division champ, because after he, obviously he lost his opportunity to do that. So like, it's kind of like a, I mean, it's definitely not bad company, but it's like more of a, um, maybe a Khabib or a GSP type, you know what I mean? It's like, they're good and they're great. Like probably the greatest champs at their division, but they're not like, one of the best, like, pound for pound. You know what I mean? I mean, what is it? Is he number three? No, I'm saying, like, okay. in, in, the, in the entire, like, in UFC history. Like, you go back, DC's up there, obviously. Uh, I mean, Connor, prime Connor was when he was a double champ. You know what I mean? Um, Amanda Nunes, like, Henry Cejudo. Like, all those people who have become double champs like that, you can't put Izzy in that, that you know, that... Uh, 
I I don't know how to do it. I mean, again, he's only been in the he's only been in the UFC for what less than two years. And I mean, he's just getting started, and he's already considered one of the greatest middleweights of all time. Uh, He before we get too fixated on just these two guys, I know we have a lot to talk about with Izzy. I mean, he's potentially one of the best of all time. I will. I want to get back to him before we finish the weight class because I have a big question for everybody, but. Mm -hmm. Real quickly, I just want to know, like, out of these guys, after the, say Izzy beats Robert, regardless of the outcome, who do you think's getting a title shot? Like from these contenders, who do you think see coming up, working their way up, and getting this I shot? Think... Do you see Vittori going back and trying again? Can- no. Cannonier, <laughs> Derek Bronson's I... been looking really solid. I was going to say, Derek I think, has. I was just going to say, I think the winner of Cannonier and Brunson mm-hmm. should go up and try to fight Izzy yeah. for the title. I, I think agree. that makes oh, that whoa, makes the whoa, most whoa, sense. Whoa, whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute, back what, up, back up. Come out here and be insane. They're going up to fight Izzy for the title. Oh, my Wait, God. Shut we don't know if Izzy's going to I mean, if Izzy <laughs> no, no, loses, no, no, no. there's going to be a rematch 100%. So exactly. It's not matter. Yeah, that's but an automatic trilogy. After we're done with the Robert Whitaker Izzy saga, who's next? And I, I got to say, yeah. Derek Brunson, people have been calling him a gatekeeper for years, but he's looked great his last couple of fights. And Darren Till, really I, I, we all know he's, he's not the – craziest wrestler but like i i don't i that's why i'm gleaning he was able to defend himself against kelvin gaslam and yeah brunson went out there and made him look silly i'm thinking i'm leaning more towards cannoneer though just even though he did he did lose to um he did lose to robert whitaker but he just beat kelvin gaslam i just think Derek brunson his wins aren't that impressive against over like he has wins over darren till and kevin holland who are all Bottom like Darren Till's number eight, Kevin Holland's fourteen. Like it's yeah. just I don't I don't I don't think those are very impressive wins. And I think Jared Cannonier has been the only person who hasn't gotten a shot at Izzy yet who actually deserve. I think he deserves one. With with that being said, though, it's not who he beat really; it's how he beat them, and he just went out there and made them look completely defenseless mm-hmm. and. He made it look like he's a, levels above these guys, kind of like Izzy does. Like he, he looked like he's levels above Darren Till. He looked like he's levels above Kellen, Kevin Holland. Darren Till's beaten had had good wins. He's beaten Kelvin Gastelum, and mm-hmm. he, like I said, he was able to hold his own in the wrestling department against that guy. Who's Kelvin Gastelum's one of the better best wrestlers in the division. He was able to hold his own against him. Goes and fights Derek Brunson. And he, he gets – like I keep saying, he, he made him look defenseless. Mm-hmm. Like he didn't want to be out there. I mean, yeah. But, you again, you got to play the factor of his opponents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I agree. Kevin Gaslam, Darren Till, both really not the best fighters. They're not what they – Darren Till isn't what he used to be. And Darren Till really wasn't never that good to start off with. I mean, he was a young, exciting fighter, but he, whoa, wait, he we whoa. never. Whoa. Darren no. Till's disappointing. Now, like he's like he still has. I mean, he's still young, dude. Like he still has a lot of time yeah. left in the fight game if he wants it. But I, Darren Till, when he was on the scene, it wasn't just like, oh, he just beat, like, two guys and then got a fucking title shot, and those two guys were bums. Yeah. Like, Darren Till fought good fighters. Uh, like, let me let me. Go I think he beat Stephen Wonderboy Thompson when he was ranked number one. I know that fight's at yeah. welterweight, but when Stephen Thompson was ranked number one, it didn't look like there was many guys that could beat him. And, like, no, when, he, when yeah. he was back in his prime – I really think Stephen Thompson could have made made a run, especially before Izzy got in. I think he could have made a run at middleweight because he's a, he's a bigger welterweight too. Ooh. Like that, that's a big yeah. win, no matter what. I, like it doesn't matter what weight class it happened at. That's, I, that's still a big win. Coming up, Darren Till beat Donald Cerrone, and then after beating Donald Cerrone, he beat Wonder Boy, and then fought for the title. Before that, he um, he didn't fight a lot of named fighters, but still, those are two of the. Top guys in welterweight at the time. Yeah, so like, I they think, were killing I think it at the time. Cerrone was on at a the time, team. and he, we're talking yeah, about a recent Darren never Till. Good. No, yeah, I didn't yeah, say we're he going was off the good. point that you were saying he was never good. He didn't say he was never good. He said he was. He, could, he I think what Oscar meant to say is he could not never live great. up to his full potential. He no. was not. He's not. 
that great as some yeah. people may make him out to seem. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I'm yeah. saying that's still a significant win for Derek Brunson, and it makes it even mm-hmm. better. It's like I keep saying, it's not all about who you – like he still beat a top 10 well, middleweight, and he also – Kevin Holland, I'm pretty sure, was breaking into the top 10 when Derek Brunson beat him. No. He, and Kevin Holland was hot when he – hot on it. On, or no, I think he lost a fight before, but he was still – one of the biggest up-and-comers we were talking about at the time. And Derek Brunson mm-hmm. went out there and made him – keep saying it – made him look def- – he Actually, made these guys look like amateurs compared to him. Yeah, Derek Brunson – or um, Kevin Holland just lost to Martin Vittori before that. That's Martin, right. Excuse me, Martin Vittori. Mm-hmm. And, and Martin, he lost Vittori the exact same way. in the division. Yeah, Marvin Vittori is another one of those guys who's just a kill. Like, his pace is ridiculous. His wrestling's great. He's got an iron chin. I have – I have an interesting question about middleweight. And it's, I mean, obviously Wonderboy has lost his last two fights in pretty boring fashion at welterweight. And a lot of people have said that, what about moving up to middleweight? Because it's not as heavy as a wrestling division outside Brunson and Cannon, or not Cannon, excuse me, Brunson and Vittori. So you guys think, like, you think that that's a good move for Wonder Boy or for the division together? Because there's not a lot of guys at middleweight. You know what I mean? Right now, I I I, I agree. Because honestly, like we've bo- we've all watched Wonder Boy's last two fights. He was landing shots whenever he's on the feet. It's just when he's gotten mm-hmm. to the ground his last two fights. That's when he he doesn't look he doesn't look as high caliber as you'd expect. But I mean, last fight we all can admit that dude was piecing up a lot, Muhammad. He was yeah. piecing him up whenever they were on the feet. But mm-hmm. before before we get too focused on middleweight, I want to finish off with what I wanted to ask everybody. Israel Adesanya is on a big win streak, possibly looking like he could be one of the, the greatest of all time in the sport. But who are we taking, a prime Anderson Silva or a prime Israel Adesanya? What do we think? That's the thing, though. Is I don't think Izzy Izzy's just now like touching his prime. That's the scary. That's thing. what I was just about to say. Izzy's um, just is, now is touching he even his, been prime. In his prime. Like it's it's so scary to think like if if he beats Robert Whitaker, how much longer he's or how long he will be champ for. I, I really oh, believe he could go on an Anderson Silva type win streak with the belt. Oh, one hundred. Oh, and I, another thing I was going to add too is Hamzat Shemaev. He's got business to handle a welterweight. Yeah. And he's made it clear he wants to fight middleweight too. So that's a fight mm-hmm. Izzy might have to look for in the future, especially. That's if a he scary wins that fight title. for Izzy. That is, that that is. is a Izzy. scary fight. Guys, Izzy's 32. Yeah, yeah that's young. Yeah. With yeah, over a hundred. I mean, shit. Our light heavyweight yeah. champion we're going to get to next, he's 44. Yeah. 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 Uh, and honestly, let's get let's get right into it. Like we got Glover Teixeira fighting Yuri Prohaska. That fight's just announced. I know I'm rocking with Glover. I like Glover in that fight by submission. Who do you guys like? I'm rocking with Yuri because just because of the fact that he made Dominic Reyes look absolutely. He looked made him look like a bottom bottom like well bottom range fighter. That Dominic Reyes didn't look like a scrub in his last fight, but also Glover Teixeira did the same same exact thing, made the champ probably look even worse than Dominic Reyes did. He made yeah, the yeah. champ look completely useless, defenseless. Couldn't He just didn't have an answer for Glover Teixeira. And I think Yuri's the younger guy. I think he's going to come I out there. I don't think that matters. Well, no, I, I don't think he's going to come matters. out there and work the pace a little better than Glover, and I think he's going to land more strikes, and he's going Glover's going to gas out way before Yuri. And you, and you think if Glover wants to put this fight on the ground, you think you, with, you confidently think if it gets down there or if Glover just tries to get it down, you think Yuri can defend himself well enough against Glover Teixeira. I have faith in my pick. I think Yuri's next up for the belt. I think he's next I, up. I got to disagree. I, I don't see Glover reigning for a long time, but I think he beats Yuri Prohaska and puts I think, the hype yeah. train to an end personally. I, 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 I do agree, agree with Logan. Mason. I got to agree with Mason here because Yuri's fought Dominic Reyes and Uzdemir in the UFC, and that's it. Um, and look, he, dude, he's, had two, fight, he, he's had two fights also, and he's already got a title shot. Guy. Yeah, but that's also – light heavyweight doesn't have a lot of 
the umph to it right now. Yeah, going. light heavyweight. Like I, like I've told you guys before. I think Bellator's light heavyweight division is deeper than the UFC's yeah. right now. And no, that's my honest opinion. I don't know. No, it's think, it's everything's yeah, yeah, yeah. going to be tough, but I think light heavyweight Bellator is deeper personally. I'll I'll say that because Glover Teixeira, I mean, obviously he's like a lot older, but dude, I mean, and I think Jan just had a bad night. Like, I think if they run that back, I'm still picking Jan. But at the same time, Glover's gone through murder, murder. Oh my God, how am I saying the word wrong? Um, he's gone through tough opponent after tough mm-hmm. opponent after tough opponent for years. Yuri does not have that, yeah, and I think yeah. that's gonna like, dude. Look, he beat. He's beat. Um, let me let me go back. He's beat. He beat Anthony Smith. Knocked his teeth out. Literally, knocked mm-hmm. his teeth out. Yeah, he um, did. He beat Tiago Santos, and then mm-hmm. he just beat Jan. Um, and I mean, going back to making Dominic Reyes like, and Dominic Reyes, dude, he he almost knocked out Yuri in that fight with that up with the. But he, yeah, I can't remember. He did he not come out with the up. It was not come out. It wasn't straight domination. Yeah, he, he was not. Dom Reyes had moments. It was a beautiful spinning elbow. Like I'm not saying Yuri's bad. Like Yuri. I, I think Yuri's still young, right? Like, he's not, yeah. he's not an old guy. Like, he's I think he has a bright future. Ones. I just think in this contest, uh, like, I think the experience and the age of Glover is going to be a lot more – it's going to pay dividends. I don't think we I give think this division as much credit as we should because I'm looking at these rankings right now. This division is fucking super solid. Like, there's – like, I'm seeing – like, we got your we got Jamal Hill, Paul Craig, Johnny Paul Walker – Nikita Krylov, Dominic Reyes, Ankalaev, Tiago Santos, this Anthony Smith, Rakic, Jiri, and Yacht. Like this is a, this is a really solid division. Jimmy Crew. And I, I don't I don't want it to come across as us, me and James, trying to disrespect you because, like, I was oh, going to no. say, yeah. I think Yuri's going to lose this one, learn from it, and come back and fight. Mm-hmm. If it's not Glover, he's going to end up fighting for the title again. He's young, he's got mm-hmm. that experience, but I also think. Another thing I didn't mention earlier with Glovers, he's been there and done everything. He's seen it all. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's been in yeah. guys been in the cage with fucking steroided up John Jones. Like <laughs> he's seen it all, and he I think he's he's gonna have that confidence now. I mean, he's forty four and finally got the belt. He probably he's on top of the world right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, mate, yeah. And I know a lot of people like I I hear a lot of fans like disrespecting Glover if anything like I, I was hearing someone at my a few people at my work today saying he should be like a plus 250 underdog and that's no that's see that's a little much Whoa. that's that's a little much see I, I don't think it's gonna I think it'll be a close fight but I'm I'm, I'm taking year I'm taking Yuri to win it all like, I this a, is not I, a clear-cut a winner winner for this fight if, if you have Yuri then do you think he wins by decision or how do you see it playing out he wins the fight either goes two ways is a knockout or it's decision as sub- you, no knockout or submission yeah knockout or submission you don't think yep. it goes to decision I think Yuri is too quick and creative on the feet mm-hmm. for Glover but Glover but Glover's Ground game and submission game might be like too a, much for. I yeah. think I think Yuri is a bit is is way quicker and more crafty with his hands than yeah. Jan Blahovich is. Jan Blahovich yeah. has power. I think he has a lot more power than Yuri, but Yuri is a lot more. He's, dude, dude, he moves like a middle. He moves like a middle. Yeah. Like it's yeah. impressive. Like it's he really sets a nice pace and he doesn't gas out. That's yeah. the thing. No, nope. it doesn't look like he's getting. He gets tired in later rounds. Well, I have a – because I'm thinking about this. I'm thinking about this. I mean, yeah. Those are the only two ways I see If you think – It's interesting. I think it's one of the more interesting title fights coming up for sure. Yeah. Um, Does anyone know when that fight is? Uh, I can't remember the date. I I think it's March. May? I think it's it's April, May. May. I think it's May. I think it's May, May. yeah. Okay. Um, but like there's I I really don't it doesn't matter to me who wins this because I really see Uncle Magomed Ankalaev running through like just absolutely doing his thing getting a title fight within the next year or so because Magomed Ankalaev is an absolute animal I yeah, and, and that feeds a, into my next yeah. question for all you guys who 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 do you who do you see who's up next after regardless like I said last last weight class regardless of the result of this fight who do you think's up next I think Jan 
it makes sense for Jan to be the next mm-hmm. one to be up. I think Jan needs to get another because he did yeah. just pull out of his fight with Rocket. So I don't think they're looking for looking at Jan for this title fight because if they if they wanted to do it, they would have already booked it. They yeah. book Alexander Rakic against like Anthony Smith, Tiago, or Ankalaev, and then have the winner of that go and fight the winner of Yuri and Glover. Sorry, guys, I got hiccups. Excuse me. Hiccups. You know what I mean? Like Rakic has to fight somebody soon, and it's if Jan's pulling out of it's Jan's going to pull out of it. I don't see why they couldn't book an Anthony Smith, Tiago Santos, Ankalaev, and then have the winner of that go face for the belt. It makes it makes the most sense to me because you know Rakic would have to. Eat, you have to fight somebody below him at that point. You know what I mean? Where do you guys think Anthony Lionheart Smith, a fan, I, I'd say a fan favorite mm-hmm. of mine, fits into this? I think um, he has. I think he should really Rakic. good. I think he should fight Rakic. Like because they were talking, he fought Rakic already. If I'm if if I'm not wrong, um, I excuse me. I think he did. I think Rakic won, and then Anthony Smith after he won his last fight, who was against. Um, um, Ryan Spann. Yeah. Mm-hmm. After he fought him last time, he called him out. And um, I remember on the Believe You Me podcast, um, uh, Bisbank had him on and was talking to him about it. And he said something along the lines that he had talked to Rakic or talked to his team or talked to the UFC, something like that, about f- running it back with Rakic. And he called him out after that last fight with Ryan Spann, um, like I was saying. So, But obviously, they made the Jan fight. So now that Jan pulled out, I don't – you know, he's won – one below him, and you're the only person above him. Is I mean, yeah, Rakic. Yuri is fighting the champ, and Jan's out, so Rakic doesn't really have a choice. I mean, if he wants to th- fight still, then I think he should fight Anthony Smith. Yeah, and I, I think, like Logan said, I think Ankalaev's next up too, but mm-hmm. the guy that is really good, I think that he's been in a little bit of a slump lately, but I think he, he will t- challenge for the title again. Tiago Santos, I mean, mm-hmm. this guy before he just Dom beat Reyes, Johnny Walker. Yeah, yeah. Before Dom Reyes, everybody, everybody think a lot of people think Dom Reyes won that fight. But dude, Tiago Santos also had a razor thin fight with John Jones. People, a lot of people razor forget thin. that razor mm-hmm. thin. I still, I, I think that. John won that one. But like, you, I would not be upset if someone said they thought Tiago Santos won that fight. Yeah, John Jones left on a, I think on a, um, heading heading toward. Oh, sorry, ask what's him about. Oh, Santos is booked to fight Ankalaev in March. I, I forgot. I completely Ooh. forgot about oh. that. That's yeah. There we go. That's gonna, I think the winner. Okay, so now they. So this is what they should do. They book Rakich and Anthony Smith. The winner of that goes to fight for the belt, and then the winner of Tiago and Ankalaev goes to fight the loser of Rakich and Anthony Smith. I think that's how it should work. And then like so it. on and like so it. forth. The lo- the winner of, you know, those two fights, the winners of those two fights, the winner of the their final fight goes and fights for the bell. I think that's how they should fold it on top of each other. Nice, uh, nice. I th- I think we we hit this division pretty good. Yeah. But now it's time. I, well, I wanted to, I wanted I wanted I wanted to add one more thing. I think, because looking towards lower, like the lower lower levels of the ranks, I think the fight to make and then the fight to look forward to. I think the fight to make right now is Paul Craig just beat a really red hot Jamal Hill. Ooh, forgot to mention. And I Paul think, Craig. and I think Paul Craig he has deserves a fight. to. I think. Well, I don't. He was supposed to be booked against Gustafson. And no, he's fighting Paul. Oh, yeah, fight? that's okay. right. So okay, I think a fight that's going to be a. Good ass light heavyweight bout is when Jamal Hill and Johnny Walker come face to face because I think that fight is going to absolutely just. I don't think it's going past the second round. Yeah, yeah. Because Jamal, who did Jamal, Jamal Hill just beat? He just knocked out his last opponent. Oh, I don't remember Jimmy who? Yeah, yeah, he just slept the fuck out of Jimmy Crute in his last yeah. fight. And I know he's booked he to fight. Yeah, he's booked to fight Johnny Walker February nineteenth. Yep. Yep. So. Yeah, yep, so that's my one. thoughts. I want is Paul. Paul Craig, I, I'm going Paul Craig and Jamal Hill. Is Paul Craig? Is he still? Are the rumors of him retiring at the end of the year true? Or I'm not sure. I hope not, because I'll be upset. Because his voice is really attractive. Anyways, wait. I wait, see I, like heavyweight cycling through different champions in the next few years. Me, me too. Me too for is, sure. Is Shogun's, Shogun's not ranked. Still, 
No, I know. Is he still no. in the UFC? Uh, I think so. I, I'm uh, pretty sure Shogun retired, but let me double check that real cause quick. Because Paul Craig fought him a while back, I think. Yeah, I know Paul Craig beat him in like two yeah. fights ago. I think it was two fights ago for him. Two fights, let me check yeah. Shogun. I think Shogun fought recently. I know he's not in the top 15. I know that. How old is he now? Like, or no, I, yeah, I'm pretty sure Shogun's retired. His last fight was November 21st, 2020. Or no, yeah, wait, yeah, that's him. not long ago against yeah, Paul Craig. Is, yeah, he knocked him out, and then he knocked out. Um, how did they count that as a knockout for Paul Craig? It says submission submission to punches, TKO, oh. and then parentheses submission to punches. Okay, okay, okay. I, I didn't even remember he had a draw with Paul Craig too. Who did? Uh, Shogun Hua. Oh, I didn't know that. And he beat Tyson. Tyson. Oh, Tyson Pedro is another guy who's coming back out of that Australia camp. Oh, exciting fighter! Wow, we completely missed on the middleweight division. What do we think about Alex Perez? Oh my God! Yeah. His last fight Perez, was insane. Perea? Or Pereira? Excuse yeah, me. The, the up and, yeah. I think he's gonna get uh, his last fight was crazy. Wrestler. Like if I think if he ends yeah. up playing, you really think so? He's get, yeah, he was getting. I mean that whole. I mean in the end he got the win, and that's what matters. He was but getting. He was getting controlled on the ground. He was he getting was, straight. Control. It wasn't like it wasn't. It wasn't really dominant. It wasn't that as dominant as it seemed. You know, he got a good shot, but like it no, was I don't think he. Got, I think he's gonna have the same. It's, he's gonna have like a similar type of. You know, thing like Darren Till and Kevin Holland, like they're gonna be able to yeah. fuck you up on the feet, but if you get them down and on their back, it's gonna be tough for them to try and bounce back in that fight. I think he's a great fight, and I think he's gonna break into the rankings, but I do think he's getting a little more height than he should, just because he yeah. did. He, I know he knocked out Izzy in kickboxing, but this is a lot of people don't realize this is a completely different sport. Like, yeah. Completely yeah. I don't know if they, I don't know if they couldn't tell from the eye test, but yeah. <laughs> And I, like I said, I think against like, if he gets up against Gaslam or Vittoria, I don't see him winning the Derek Brunson. I don't, I don't think he wins those fights. But I do see him breaking the top fifteen for sure in the next year or two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So, um, are we moving on to heavyweight? I or? think so. I think it's time yeah. for the big boys. We yeah. we talked I'm, about it last I'm week. I'm pretty boys. sure Cyril gone, Francis and gone. We might have a champ sitting out for a while at this weight class. What do we, what do we think is going to happen? And we'll I get think... into the fighter pace stuff in a different episode. We all know how excited we are about that. Big topic <laughs> in the sport, but yeah. let's just talk about what we think is going to happen in this weight class with Francis Ngannou. I think I, it might be the most stale weight class in the I think losing, the if the UFC manages to somehow lose Francis Ngannou, the heavyweight division is going to take a huge dip because Francis, like the whole appeal of, Fran- of Francis and heavyweights for that matter is those knockouts that are in the first, second round. You know what I mean? And Francis is known for, most known for his knock, like his first round knockouts and his fights lasting less than two minutes, you know? And I think if they lose out on a guy like that, like Derek Lewis obviously has knockout power tied to Abasa, knockout power. They're also going to be fighting soon, which I can't wait. I'm super excited. But, like, I don't think anybody else in that division really has one-punch knockout power besides Derek Lewis and tied to Abasa. I don't really see – Rosenstrike. Rosenstrike, that's – I don't – I'm not a – I'm personally not a big fan of Rosenstrike. Oh, oh I no, I don't see him as a champion, but he's definitely got that knockout power. I don't think he fight. I don't think he fights with much. Like when you see Francis fight, you know it's going to be an exciting fight. When you see Sorel Gon fight, it's going to be exciting. Same with Stipe. You know, Whoa. you could say Derek would Lewis... jump the gun like that with Cyril. Uh, I, I mean, it's Gon's fights are usually slow because I mean that's just yeah. his style of fighting though. So yeah. like it's going to be like player. that. He's gonna yeah. He's a he's a te- you're going to see that with a lot of technical strikers like if you go back yeah, and watch like the the fight we were talking about earlier Wonderboy and um Wonderboy and Darren Till when they fought super slow fight not a ton mm-hmm. of strikes thrown but like that's cuz they're picking their shots out perfectly and they they they're timing it pre- and they know when that window is going to open up for mm-hmm. them and they're wait, it- they're patient Cyril Gon's patient 
Dude, it's like one of the like greatest quotes I've ever heard like a fighter say. I don't Izzy said it. I don't throw in hope. I aim and fire. Like that's literally like exactly how Cyril Gon's type of fight style. He he picks his point. He he picks his points very very precisely and very well. Precision beats power and timing beats speed. Like he, he Connor said it perfectly. It makes sense. Uh, as much BS as we hear from Connor. Uh, on the on the daily but i mean yeah zero got like his fights are just gonna be like that and fan like hard mma fans who watch it every week are gonna appreciate that like we we yeah. get it mm-hmm. we understand that like that's just how he fights and that's just the way it's gonna be when he fights and that's how he wins that's what he's good at but yeah, and I don't. But not all MMA fans are hard watch it every week like we do, unfortunately. Yeah, and I don't think that Sorrell, dude, Sorrell gone. Like I don't think he fought a bad fight against Francis. No, no, like, no. I, I thought he looked actually really good against Francis. Oh, he he just, did. It's just it's I, it's that type of energy that's in the crowd. You know, you're fighting for the belt, and you know you're not expecting Francis and Ganu of all people to try and go for takedowns and, sh- and wrestle and actually control you on the ground nobody's going to expect that so i don't think he was he was really well prepared for francis to try and because when they were on like when they were on the dude sarah was landing very very solid shots when they were standing up and throwing hands oh yeah for sure and i think uh, Fran. i mean he's obviously improved gotten way better like he can hold his own against these guys like stipe like last fight he was able to stuff takedowns from stipe but i think francis is like not necessarily just his wrestling, but his top bottom game. I think people are getting a little bit too high on it right now. Cause if you watch the fight, Francis doesn't throw any strikes. He doesn't mm-hmm. advance for submissions. He's going yeah. for the control. Cause I think he knows Cyril Gon's a better fighter than me, like or a better striker than me. He's able to pick me apart. And I, the way I thought it was going to go before, I thought Cyril Gon's going to land a couple shots back out, do the same thing over and over again to a unanimous decision. But, I mean, he found a way to win, and that rest – like, those takedowns work. But I think his top-bottom game is going to need some work if he wants to mm-hmm. be – like, yeah. Curtis Blades, I mean, I know James just said he's over eight, but that guy's got a monster top game. Mm-hmm. That, guy that guy can – vicious that guy can wrestle his ass off yeah dude and like i mean i think francis francis has got good takedowns and solid takedown like he defended a takedown against stipe his last fight against him and he's a hundred thousand percent shown improvement in the category mm-hmm. but i think he i think he was just able to control cyril gun and i i honestly think if cyril gun doesn't go for that leg lock he's able to control francis and win that fight mm-hmm. I think they both need to do the same thing on top. Just ride it out, get the win. But, I mean, he did what he needed to do to get it. And that just yep. shows, I mean, how really good Francis is. Because mm-hmm. I think we all agree Cyril Gon's better. Yeah. yeah. What are what are some matchups you guys want to see in the heavyweight division? Or, uh, what do you up? think about Stipe? What do you think next to Stipe? Oscar, I think Stipe like should you. get a shot at the belt. Honestly, I do. Yeah. I think Stipe deserves his I rematch. think he should have got it before Cyril gone. There shouldn't even been an interim to fight. Yeah. Um, I think there's just so much going on. Like he, there's multiple options. I mean, if they get, if they get it right, they can get they can possibly get John Jones in there to fight Francis. Like that's Good still point. a, a possibility. Francis in the third fight. I think he can. I think he can. I think he can, for sure. I mean, I don't. I just don't do. I I just like. I've been saying this. I think Stipe couldn't wasn't expecting him Francis as big as he is to outweigh him by that much because it was almost thirty yeah. pounds he outweighed him by. Yeah. yeah, and like I mean, we saw Cyril Gons. I mean, don't get me wrong, Francis probably got a little bit heavier on fight night, and he probably did the same thing against Stipe. But like Cyril Gons, not a small dude, and like oh, he no. was easily beating Francis oh, yeah. in his first two. I think Stipe is going to bulk up especially with this extended time off. But I just feel bad for the – especially if he gets jumped for John, by John Jones, I feel bad – I feel for Stipe, the greatest heavyweight of all time, a possible trilogy fight with the baddest man on the planet, a, literally a human wrecking ball, and they can't make it for him. 
You know how crazy it'd be if he won his second trilogy fight. Yeah, he won the trilogy he against DC. I, I can see he it, can, dude. And he—he's faced adversity, but I mean, he was getting his ass whooped by DC the second fight. We we saw that. He yeah, was getting that fight was so crazy live. And he found a way. That's it's like like Francis against Sirogan. He found that way to win. He did what he needed to do, yeah. and that shows you like there's some really good heavyweights we're watching right now, and I, it's a really interesting time. It doesn't look crazy on paper, but there's a lot of good fighters here. Yeah, for sure. James, what do you what what are some matchups you'd like to see in the near future? I'm gonna see Tom Aspinall fight. Ooh. Um, I don't even know. I do wanna see more of Tom Aspinall though. He's a he's a great prospect. And I mean he's ranked now, he's ranked number ten. So I mean he's fighting I think uh Shamil I'm not even going to try to pronounce that dude's last name, but the number, <laughs> number oh. eight ranks. <laughs> yeah, the number eight ranks fighter right now. Um, I He's fighting him, I think, at UFC London. So, I, I mean, Tom Aspinall's won every single – I think he's undefeated in the UFC, I think. I, I know think he's so, too. His record, but I don't know if it's – I don't know against who. So, uh, and I think Cyril Gaon was hyping him up, hyping him up in the pre, like uh, in some of his interviews last fight. He was saying Tom. I think they trained together. Tom yeah, Aspinall is so. like a middleweight. Like he is. I think honestly, I think he has the potential to be better than Gaon. Even though Gaon's still young, I think he. I like him and Gaon as a fight. I'd love to see down the road. Or um, I mean, if Stipe is still in it by then, uh, Tom in uh in, in Stipe. But I mean, Tom has the, he moves like a, a a middleweight, but he hits like fucking maybe not as hard as Ngannou, but he's got that one punch power too. So yeah, I mean, it's like it's like the perfect blend, I guess you could say. Yeah, well, we have an upcoming heavyweight fight who could be in contention for fight of the year if it goes the way we think it can go, and I think it is is. It's Derek Lewis versus Ty Tuivasa, okay? And it's I I'm so split because they are the exact same fighter and it's I don't know. What do you guys think? Who who are you taking in this one? I like Ty Tuivasa in it, but like I I'm, I'm not going to be surprised either way. Like I'm pretty much at a 51-50 split for Tuivasa. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'm taking. I think I'm a, What's up, Logan? You go first. Yeah. I, I'm I'm agreeing with with uh, Mason. I'm I'm a fifty-one forty-nine <laughs> with with tied to Avasa as well. Yeah, I I mean, dude, I was the one first episode on here said Derek Lewis is going to be the heavyweight champ by the end of the year. So I gotta 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 keep strong with it. I'm gonna go Derek Lewis. I'm gonna say first round knockout. Mm. Could you imagine? Could you imagine if we see Derek Lewis holding some gold? I think that would be absolutely insane. Oscar, what what do you think? Who you got in this fight? What do you got, Oscar? The OG? I think I got tied to a boss in this fight. Because I, I think tied to a boss is more aggressive than Derek Lewis. But Derek 100%. Lewis, Derek yeah. Lewis I, was, I would take that, that one right hand. Yeah. Oh, man. It really all depends on Derek Lewis. This fight? I think so. What's up? Yeah, 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 I think it depends how Derek Lewis fights this fight. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I mean, he typically fights all his fights the same way. He's pretty patient. He knows he he's aware of what he's what he's doing. He knows yeah. he's not the most technical guy. He's he's completely aware of that. But also, like Oscar was saying, tied to a boss is aggressive. That might work into Derek Lewis's favor. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That could very well help Derek Lewis out. I mean, like mm-hmm. you said, I mean, both of them just need that one shot. But have we ever seen Derek Lewis knocked out? Mm. That's a good question. I, yeah, I mean, he honest. got finished by Cyril Gaon. No, yeah, yeah, but I, mean, but I don't I know knocked if knocked out, out on the floor. I don't think so. Not Nothing comes to memory. Well, yeah, no, I don't think so. Yeah, Derek I'm Lewis. looking through. I don't see anything. I see the gone TKO, but I don't see any knockout. Uh, I guess not. Derek Lewis has attempted five takedowns in his UFC career, and he has <laughs> landed five. 
It's not a terrible the percentage. Fuck you got it's better than I would. It's Terry better than Cruz. I would have guessed. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm in the same boat. Who got taken down by Derek Lewis? though, is my question. <laughs> uh, hey, yo, Derek Lewis won a fight in decision. Huh. He's won two, a couple fights by decision. That might be the most surprising thing of all. But <laughs> any more thoughts on any other prospects in the heavyweight division before we end up wrapping it up? I think we've covered a lot in this episode. Yeah, I yeah. think we have. I think we have. I think you know this has been a solid discussion about the last four men's uh, men's men's uh, weight classes. I, th- I think. Are we? You guys think good. we're all set? We're all good. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Well, you guys heard it. That's it from the MMA dream. James, plug that social media real quick. I got you. Uh... Thank you for listening to the MMA dream. If you enjoyed what you just heard, you can find our social medias and other things in the link down below. And if you have any business inquiries or questions, then you can find us at gmail at mmapod6 at gmail.com. And of course, we'll be right back here uh, Monday morning, and we'll be recapping the fights from this upcoming weekend, and we'll be going over fighter pay in a kind of two-on-two discussion between me and Logan and Oscar and Mason. And other than that, thank you again for listening, and you have a good weekend.